this is Daniel Vayon. I want to thank you, uh, Anchor, for offering this as a free service. And thank you that I could create more than one podcast. And thank you, um, thank you and goodbye. Hello, welcome to Daniel Vayon's Views on WWE after purchase of WCW. By the way, I used to do this on Spreaker. So, let me, let me just say this. This is going to be my podcast, but I'm going to, I'm going to add my other podcast name to this. So... I'm going to add my other podcast podcast topics to this um, so that I can have fun. can't do premium. I can't think of things to talk about for premium on a <clears throat> on Back to the Future or Andy Griffith Show or anything like that. However, every time I do a... Um, Every time I do a <clears throat> premium uh, episode on on for Breaker, it will be a pay per view. Uh, it'll be a pay per view. That's for sure. <clears throat> okay, let me continue this conversation. Um, Nitro versus Raw in the ratings. That is not just a very popular conversation amongst fans, but I believe that that was the greatest, um, it wasn't the greatest time to be a fan, but it was the most popular time. Um, the greatest time, I believe, was when the horsemen took over. Um, by take over, I think, to be more, to be more specific, they, when they were sell out, when they were out drawing the other talent all together as a unit instead of just singles and tag team competitors they had try to remember how you say that they not I say they overtook um I should say that they were so popular that um that they were they Fans wanted to see them more than any other, I can't say act, but I can say any other wrestler. The uh, re- the real original um, Midnight Express were Dennis Condry and Bobby Eaton. So the, so the second Midnight Express uh, tandem of Eaton and um, Stan Lane, Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane, could not 
it wasn't until doing um, a scene with them on TV where they asked to ha- asked for a match and they never were given one. It wasn't until that time that they really uh, got then they really wasn't until that time that they got noticed as you know as almost like I know this is gonna sound strange so main of main event stars for the tag team scene. That that was the what was the biggest difference in those days was that the um tag team just like the just like the singles wrestlers, the tag teams had the US titles as well as world tag team titles and the national tag team titles. So when you think about it, that's why so I the horsemen, that's how you knew you know that they took over because just being just being in a an angle with them or a storyline however however you want to say it or just an interview time anytime you would you would talk with them in front of the entire not just on TV in front of the audience but on TV anybody watching them Time you saw any time you had that much um exposure just by talking to them, it gave you more credibility than you had before. I mean, people loved they were a great team, the Midnight Express, but they were not given the uh, I guess you call it the treat, they weren't treated as equal. To the heart to Arn and Tully, and I just want to say that I believe it was because they were so they were so liked in the um, but they were so disliked by the fans, but at the same time the fans loved to see them wrestle. So it was just so because they were such a hot um. Hot draw. That's why. That's why um. Having a hill team like the Midnight Express go against them like that. That's why it, they could take a team like that. You don't really even know if Midnight Express turned good or not. They just, you just prefer the Midnight Express because for some reason they didn't, they didn't like Arn and Tully as much as the Midnight Express. Personally... I would have preferred Arn and Tully just based on their manager. So that's why I don't know why they preferred the Midnight Express. But it was an interesting time to be a fan. And that's what made it fun was when you would see all these people that you thought deserved them weren't getting uh weren't given a shot because... For whatever reason, the the uh, the Crockett's gave them, or whatever reason the Crockett's had, at the time, just made everything bigger and better. So for for the fans, so that's why, that's why I think the Attitude Era or the Roberts the ratings for Monday Nitro Monday Night Wars as we like to call it 
was not the greatest time. It was the most popular time. It wasn't the greatest time because, um, the vault, because I believe great would be exciting. Raw versus Nitro was not necessarily exciting because on in Nitro they put too much emphasis on uh on the NWO and not enough emphasis on the horsemen, not enough emphasis on the cruiserweights, not enough uh emphasis on regular WCW tag teams. Not a not enough emphasis on the T V titles, so there's a lot of reasons why it wasn't as exciting as it was in Mid Atlantic. So that's my view and I loved watching it in those days, but now looking back at it as a as a historian being the type of fan I am that likes to look at history and talk about it on pot on podcasts. On my own podcast, excuse me. I have to be honest. It was a great time for the business. Because that actually made them more money. Than they had during the, uh. During the, what we call the boom of professional wrestling. In the 1980s. And we called it a boom because of how, um. Call it a boom because of how popular it became. And I really don't know what to think about outside of how to think of that besides just saying that it went from being small regional to being almost like the NFL of pro wrestling. Pro wrestling almost pro wrestling, excuse me. Almost got to be as big as um as professional sports, and the only problem with it was the fact that Ted Turner was running things for the for the South Side, as they call it, the Mason Dixie Line. The fact that he became the the new mayor of Mason Dixie Line, so to speak, that was the problem because he couldn't run it. But yeah, he had everybody else running it, and he never, he never said said this person knows what they're doing. Let him let him run it. I mean, he didn't even do that with Bischoff, and Bischoff was the only person that the uh, that the suits and the and TBS actually actually listened to because they because he was not a wrestler, and they didn't care so much. What the other guys had to say, they just cared that they weren't businessmen or that they were wrestlers first. So that was a big time problem in wrestling at the time. So anyway, I will continue to do these episodes, and I'll uh, I'll even I'll even talk about some of my favorite movies and TV shows. However, premium episodes, I'm going to try my best to do them every week. Uh, that there's not a pay-per-view. And uh, 
premium episodes will be about the paper. It'll be the pay-per-view breakdown itself, and I'll be actually doing uh, play-by-play because when I do that, it's so fun. So thank you, and thank you, and goodbye.